My latest passages have addressed topics of the ongoing kingdom war and God's holy children who are birthed in these last days. I will likely have one more part, for, related to the latter. Of course, the most critical player in the kingdom war and the most important man-child birthed in these end times is Jesus Christ Himself. To this point in my prophecy-related writings, I have touched upon our Lord's end times role in leading and equipping the last days Jacob army in their battle versus the Antichrist Chaldeans. I have also recently described the end times birth of Emmanuel, as well as Jesus the man-child's birth in the Revelation, ch. 12 story. And of course there will be the final, glorious return of Jesus in establishing the millennial kingdom for his reign. But an issue still left unaddressed to this point is about the Lord being with us, in person, in these last days. Could this be the case? Many Jews, while they missed Jesus' first coming and still do not believe, have very good reason in Scripture for looking for their Messiah in these last days. A remnant of these will finally recognize the truth in Jesus. Meanwhile, we as Christ believers are told by prophecy teachers to keep watching the skies for our Lord's coming, this will eventually prove to be true. But in the interim, there are strong indicators in Scripture about a messianic deity, i.e. member of the Holy Trinity, being among us, living here in these last days. So while Christ believers discuss the soon coming Antichrist and the anticipation of our Lord coming in the air, to provide an escape, should we be looking around us and listening for indications of our Lord in our very midst? As just a few clues, we are told in Scripture that, the end times bridegroom, Jesus, must be taken away, the man-child born will be caught up, and the restrainer must be taken out of the way. All of these, and others, give us logical reason to believe that the Lord is with us in the last day's time period. And it follows that perhaps this is why we are instructed in Scripture as follows. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found, call ye upon him while he is near. Is. 55-6. While virtually never addressed by Christian pastors or prophecy teachers, I believe that this topic at least deserves some discussion. If my hunch is right, it would actually deserve non-stop discussion in these last days. In this passage, I will address scripture-based reasons to believe that our Lord may be among us in these last days. Sections in this passage supporting the Lord's presence among us include His Holy Spirit, Comforter His Awakening and Arising His work on earth and His presence with the Jacob Army Judah Remnant His arms are outstretched to His rejectors. I will cover each of these topic areas in this passage part 1. In subsequent passages on this topic of the Lord is with us, I will show how He is with us in the context of, saving slash helping us, fighting alone for us, providing a pillar of righteousness versus rampant corruption, and then withdrawing from His place here for a time. His Holy Spirit slash Comforter To begin, Jesus Himself told us that both He and His Father would send the Comforter, also referred to as the Spirit of Truth and Holy Spirit. In a prior passage, https colon slash slash bigly and dot blog slash 2020 slash 05 slash 20 slash and end times comforter and the restrainer slash, I discuss this end times person as the third member of the Holy Trinity, who is likely also the restrainer, and who we are told is taken out of the way prior to the man of lawlessness being revealed, 2 Thess 2-8. Since I have already written about this in a prior passage, I will not go into much detail here other than to re-emphasize that it was Jesus himself who told us this comforter would be sent. It also bears worth mentioning, while this person represents the same Holy Spirit that dwells in believers of Jesus Christ, and will abide with them forever, Jn 14 16-17, he will also manifest in person in the end times kingdom war to testify of and glorify Jesus Christ as the one and only true God, Jn.
1526-1614. Serve as a teacher and reminder of the words of Jesus Christ, Jan. 1426. Demonstrate the sin of the world and unbelief in Christ, in contrast with true righteousness, Jan. 16-8. Bring judgment on evil and the evil prince of the world, Jan. 16-11. Take from what is of Jesus, and the Father, and make it known, Jan. 16-14-15. It is this end-times comforter who also appears to be referred to elsewhere in Scripture as the Lord who is with us in these last days. I will demonstrate this through Scripture included herein in Part 2. Meanwhile, for starters, consider the following strong statements made by the Lord to end-times Jacob and his Judah remnant who have eyes to see and ears to hear him in last days Babylon. Fear thou not, for I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. For I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Is. 41:10,13. Come ye near unto me, hear ye this, I have not spoken in secret from the beginning, from the time that it was, there am I, and now the Lord God, and his Spirit, hath sent me. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Is. 48 16-17. God here in this line of scripture is impressing upon Jacob that he is the first and the last, and the sovereign God who laid the foundations of the earth. God tells last days Jacob many times in scripture that he is with him. The Lord is awakened in these end times. I have previously described on this site how God hides His holy people and certainly does so in these last days. Jacob we know is hidden, and I just discussed in the prior series how the spiritual birthing of God's children happens quietly, behind the scenes. Even if these holy children's births are known, via the tracking of their bloodlines, they will not be made public due to controlling Antichrist Chaldean powers that are in place. But this is God's plan. As for the end times Holy Spirit who is the Spirit of Truth slash Comforter, it appears that he is hidden. There is scripture that indicates that he is somewhat of a sleeper who must first be awakened, perhaps also by spiritual birthing. The daughter of Zion, who I will describe later in this passage as a witness herself to the Lord, and as his bride is shown in scripture, remarks several times in the Song of Solomon, Stir not up, nor awake my love, till he please, so is 2-7, 5-5. Perhaps the Lord sleeps in these last days until his hour is come, which in some ways, though not a direct application, reminds us of when Jesus told his mother at the wedding, My hour has not yet come, Jn 2-4. If the Lord is kept hidden and obscure like Jacob, possibly as a root of dry ground who has no form of splendor, or beauty that we should desire him, is. 53-2, then the prophetic prayer and strong concern of the prophet Amos may apply. Amos asks God a couple of times about last day's Jacob's ability to fight a massive Chaldean enemy. By whom shall Jacob arise? For he is small. M7-2,5. God promises Amos that he will take care of this future Jacob in the last days. Interestingly, this was foreshadowed in the original Jacob's dream in Bethel of angels on the ladder and God reminding him about his covenant promise to his fathers Isaac and Abraham. God assured Jacob that he would keep him and bring him into the land. Jacob awoke from his dream to realize God's presence. This is applicable again in these end times for the final Jacob. The Lord arises to the righteous cause of the Jacob army Judah remnant. Just like the original Jacob in a figurative sense, the Lord in the end times will awaken from his sleep. 
First, he is called to do so primarily by those in his flock who are being persecuted at the hands of the Antichrist Chaldeans. The following represent prophetic requests to the Lord by those in his Jacob Judah remnant flock who we know have been awakened in these last days at the time of their persecution, according to Scripture. In the book of Isaiah, chs. 51 and 52, God speaks to his flock telling them several times to awake, arise, and shake yourselves from the dust. They, in turn, request his presence for help. Shall not God search this out? For he knoweth the secrets of the heart. Yea, for thy sake are we killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, why sleepest thou, O Lord? Arise, cast us not off forever. Psalms 44 21-23 O Lord, Thou knowest, remember me, and visit me, and revenge me of my persecutors, take me not away in Thy long-suffering, know that for Thy sake I have suffered rebuke. Jeremiah 15 15 Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord, awake, as in the ancient days, in the generations of old. Art Thou not at the half-cut Rahab, and wounded the dragon? Is. 51-9 the Jacob army appear to be canaries in the coal mine, who are the first to experience the high-tech surveillance combined with military-grade intelligence tools version of persecution used by the Chaldeans in the last days. They are the victims of a large-scale psychological operation in Babylon U.S. They pray in order to awaken the Lord so that He will help them in their resistance and fight. You will recall that I have previously described the end times kingdom war fought by the Jacob army versus the Antichrist Chaldeans as being an unconventional variety, as just noted. It involves a struggle to shed light and truth once and for all on all of the highly cruel and unusual iniquities in which the Chaldeans engage in, in secret, in an otherwise unseen world. So, this is a battle that we are told has justice as the measuring line and righteousness as the plumb line, is. 2817 when the Lord awakens, Scripture says that He observes like a leopard, Hoss 13-7. He sees lawlessness and a lack of faith and truth, corroborating the issues the Jacob army are contending with. In the same context and circumstances as these last days, we are told, Then the Lord awaked as one out of sleep, and like a mighty man that shouteth by reason of wine. And He smote His enemies out of the hinder parts. P 7865 65-66 in his parable of the woman and judge, a picture of God's elect the righteous Jacob Judah remnant asking for justice against lawlessness in the last days, Jesus promises to avenge his people and asks. I tell you, he will see that they get justice, and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Luke 18 8. Notice Jesus says when the Son of Man comes, implying a future time of him on earth. Jesus here is also implying there will be a lack of faith, which we know always goes hand in hand with lawlessness based on the Apostle Paul's teachings. This lawless time on earth is consistent with other scripture that says that the Son of Man, Jesus or end times comforter, will come to live in the last days that will be like the days of Noah and Lot. Patient endurance and tolerance of this lack of faith is why Jesus is described as long-suffering, Matt 17 17. It is these last days of time about which Jesus says that he must first be rejected, Luke 17 25, and suffer many things. We are told that he will then hide his face in the end times until they acknowledge their offense, Hoss 5:15. We are told. What if God, although choosing to show his wrath and make his power known, bore with great patience the objects of his wrath, prepared for destruction? Rom 9:22. To be sure, Elijah does come first, and restores all things. 
Why then is it written that the Son of Man must suffer much and be rejected? Mark 9:12. So, Jesus becomes awakened and is present with his people in their sufferings in these last days. We are told that he bears long with his elect. The Lord's work on earth and his presence with the Jacob army Judah remnant. While I will discuss the Lord's own fighting in the kingdom war in more detail in part 2, there are clear indications in Scripture of the Lord's involvement and His presence on earth in this war. We are told in Scripture that He rises up to do His work. This behind-the-scenes work to counter the aforementioned Chaldean psychological warfare operation is referred to as His strange work, is 2821, and the operation of His hands, is 512. His work likely sets in motion the overflowing scourge in His trap that is mentioned in Scripture. It is also described as a continuing whirlwind, Jer 30:23, against the wicked. Jesus in his first time on earth talked about his works alone as being his testimony and witness for him being the Lord. About his works in the last days, we are told. Yea, before the day was I am he, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand, I will work, and who shall let it? Is. 43:13. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. Rom 9:28. In fact, in the book of John Jesus speaks to his disciples about the Comforter to come and tells them, Greater work shall he do, Jn 14:12. It stands to reason that greater works than Jesus did will be miracles that are to be revealed in these last days. His presence with slash for the, the Jacob army Judah remnant his witnesses. So, the earlier prayers of the righteous Jacob Judah remnant for help in the last days are answered as they will see some relief in enduring a righteous battle versus the Antichrist Chaldeans. As shown above, the Lord is fighting amongst them, and we are told that he shall be seen over them, Zechariah 9:14. If God's persecuted elect have any questions about the Lord's presence with them in the last days, all they need to do is turn to Scripture. Over and over again in His Word God assures this presence. He tells Jacob and his Judah remnant army, I will hold your hand, Jer 30:10. I am with you, Jer 42:11. I am in the midst, Jer 14:9, etc. In the book of Zechariah, we are told that the Jacob army will be mighty and fight because, the Lord is with them, Zech 10-5. The following well-known verse you may recall was spoken directly by God to Jacob, emphasizing that he is with him. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee, when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Is. 43-2. In fact, members of the Jacob army will ultimately be witnesses themselves to the Lord's presence. God is clear in His Word that He likes to have witnesses of Himself, in large part to combat the lack of faith on earth as described earlier. John the Baptist had the incredible honor of announcing Jesus' presence in his own day, so that all men through him might believe, John 1-7. Jesus spoke of an Elias who was still to come. The Lord also spoke through the ancient prophet Malachi of a messenger to come, John the Baptist, with a strong indication for an end-times messenger in our own day. The following include Jesus' own words. And he answered and told them, Elias verily cometh first, and restoreth all things, and how it is written of the Son of Man, that he must suffer many things, and be set at naught. Mark 9:12. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Mal 4-5. The Lord will certainly have messengers and witnesses in the last days. 
Both end times Jacob and the daughter of Zion will be a couple of the Lord's witnesses who I have written about extensively on this site, and who will be delivered directly by the Lord from their battle against Antichrist Chaldean persecution. When the daughter of Zion gives spiritual birth to Jacob, he appears to be delivered from his persecution at this time. He then proclaims as a witness of God. He is near that justifieth me, who will contend with me? Let us stand together, who is mine adversary? Let him come near to me. Is. 50-8. This is Jacob's deliverance, God has been with him all along. Consider the following scriptures in regard to Jacob's witness of God's works for him in fighting against the Antichrist Chaldeans. God speaks directly to end times Jacob in the following scriptures. Fear ye not, neither be afraid, have not I told thee from that time, and have declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God, I know not any. Is. 44-8. I have declared, and have saved, and I have showed, when there was no strange God among you, therefore ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Is 43-12. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over for my God? Is. 40-27. As for the daughter of Zion, I have described prior how she is in travail in the last days from persecution at the hands of the Antichrist Chaldean army. Because of her ultimate deliverance, she will be a witness to the Lord's direct presence as well. God asks, Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Jer 8:19. We know that she is told directly that the Lord will redeem thee from the hand of thy enemies, Mike 4:10. Recall that she is the one who gives symbolic birth to the Lord himself. In the scripture below, Jesus is likely referring to his own future revealing on earth, born as a man-child, Reverend C.H. 12. Like Jacob above, the daughter of Zion will be an obvious witness. She is likely the woman referred to by Jesus as follows. A woman when she is in travail hath sorrow, because her hour is come, but as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish, for joy that a man is born into the world. J.N. 16.21 Jesus said this to his disciples after they were wondering about a previous statement that he made about his going away and then returning. Jesus told them, A little while, and ye shall not see me, and again, a little while, and ye shall see me, and, because I go to the Father? J.N. 16:17. This appears to be another reference to his coming again to earth in the same human form. His arms are still outstretched to his rejectors. Jesus' people who had previously rejected him, as shown above, and realize this in their tribulation that they are not saved will get an initial glimpse of his presence. I showed this in my last passage as, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Is. 9-2. While ultimately we are told all flesh will see the glory of the Lord at his revealing, it appears there will be some form of initial revealing of the Lord and His Spirit during the dark days of the tribulation enough to cause His people to recognize and run away from the Antichrist. While the righteous, faithful Jacob army enjoyed the Lord's early presence in a secret, hidden way during their persecution, God's people who had denied Him to this point will receive a wake-up call. I described this in my prior passage, https colon slash slash biglion.blog slash 2020 slash 07 slash 22 slash Israel's coming prophetic exodus regathering part 1 slash when God's people seek him at this time during their tribulation exodus. Consider the following scripture. They shall walk after the Lord, he shall roar like a lion, when he shall roar, then the children shall tremble from the west. 
Hosea 11:10. This will be about the time Jesus is birthed, a man briefly revealed who is to rule with an iron rod but he will be caught up. A very large deception will follow, with lying signs and wonders, and with the Antichrist committing the abomination of desolation that causes God's people to realize they have been deceived and to flee. To both wayward houses of Judah and Ephraim who are wandering and seeking in the last days we are told several times in the book of Isaiah, but his hand is stretched out still, is. 525, 9:12. Similarly, the Apostle Paul reminded, But to Israel he saith, All day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Rom 10:21. Once tribulation troubles come upon his people who are left behind and not saved, a remnant among them will finally heed the call and will seek his presence. Scriptures that follow indicate this. Come, and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. Hoss 6 1. Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Is. 1 18. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer, thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. Is. 58-9. Scripture says the Lord reaches out a second time to his remnant. When they seek him, he will answer. Tilda. Although we live in a faithless and sinful generation, the Lord remains with us, with his arms outstretched. Even those who miss his first deliverance, and remain after he hides his face, will have a way to seek and find him while his witnesses remain. King David always believed that God was with him. His prayer can be that of many others who seek him during the coming troubles of these last days. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found, surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Peace 32-6. Grace and Peace. Lion's Lair, LL.